Hi listeners, I hope you're all having a wonderful week this week. Welcome back to Look to See Me, a podcast that invites you to look closer at the lives of people around you and take time to hear their stories. I'm Chris Peppel, and today I'm going to once again talk about an individual instead of a nonprofit group. This week, however, I'm not going to talk about a public figure. I'm going to talk about a private individual, a person who could be defined as an average person in America with a career and a family. Because this person isn't seeking any public attention, I'm going to call this person Polly instead of referring to her by her real name. Now, I have to admit I chose that pseudonym because my grandmother's nickname was Polly. I dearly loved my grandmother, and I see a lot of her qualities in this person. Okay, so why did I choose this person out of all the people I know who do wonderful things? Well, I made my decision for several reasons. First, this person isn't someone that we would identify as performing heroic acts that make the news or seem out of the ordinary. But sometimes it's a lifetime of small acts that make a person extraordinary. It's not the big things that others don't have the resources or the abilities to accomplish always. Second, this person has helped me personally, so I can testify to the acts of kindness that I'm going to talk about. Third, I think this person's story inspires us to use our time and our gifts to help others, even when we don't have much time to give, or when our talents don't seem like anything special when we compare them to others. Okay, so let's talk about Polly. She's a certified public accountant and a financial executive with broad experience in accounting and financial management. According to some of her social media sites, her specialties include healthcare and strategic planning. I have to admit that accounting, or really anything with numbers or related to math, is not a strength of mine. I struggled through college to understand the math concepts for anything higher than basic general math. I did take a high school accounting class, but truly all I remember from that is how to correctly write a check and make an entry in my checkbook ledger both of which I don't have to do very often anymore thanks to all of our electronic banking techniques. But honestly, I really struggle with keeping all of my financial affairs in order. I don't have much time to put into it, so when something goes wrong, it's really stressful for me. And remember, I'm a writer used to words and Word documents. Even looking at Excel is somewhat stressful for me. Neat, organized columns sound wonderful, but that's just not how my visual wandering mind thinks. I can embrace complex storylines and themes in literature, but I can't seem to find out where I made a mistake in balancing my checkbook. So why are finances important anyway? I mean, having a deeper understanding of finances is not going to help us suddenly have a higher income. And that's true, but we can have more available funds if we are wise with how we organize our budget and think through our spending habits. Someone with limited income needs to understand where their paycheck is going in order to see if wiser decisions could be made. So that's where Polly comes in. After a long day of working in the office and juggling time with her family, Polly still finds time to offer free financial advice to many people struggling as they live paycheck to paycheck. Polly looks at their income and their expenses 
and helps them decide on a budget that will pay off debt and still give room for everyday expenses. She helps people learn how to work towards building a savings and even an emergency fund. Being a financial coach takes a lot of patience. Most of us don't want to talk about something as personal as our finances, especially when we feel as if we're overwhelmed with our financial struggles. I think we hear so often that we're supposed to be financially independent that it makes us not want to admit that we're behind with our bills or even drowning in debt. So what does Polly specifically help people with? Things like long-term financial planning, debt consolidation or debt management, family budgeting, reducing unnecessary spending, analyzing bank accounts, choosing insurance plans that meet a person's or family's needs, managing monthly bills, setting up a savings plan, preparing for unseen emergencies that may drain us of funds when they arise. This list of things she can help people with is quite extensive. Now, Polly helped me tremendously when I was learning how to survive as a single mother. She gave me advice and free financial forms to use when setting up my monthly budget. She helped me analyze all the bills I had coming due and helped me negotiate payment plans with my creditors. She even took the time to teach a beginner like me how to use Excel. Okay, now that was really quite a challenge. It took a lot of patience to hang in there with me. I still tease her about what a difficult student I was. But think about it. We can't move forward with our lives if we can't get a handle on our finances. We can't be a strong single mother if we're drowning in debt or being controlled by our bills. We can't be a family working towards stability if we are making unwise spending decisions or failing to save for emergencies. So Polly donates some of her time to share her financial advice with others, and she does so without judgment. She doesn't lecture or criticize someone for the mistakes they may have already made. She just points them toward the future. We hear about wonderful people who risk their lives to jump in a fast-moving river and save someone from a car that slid into a creek during a flash flood. We see videos of dramatic rescues of people saved by strangers during a wreck. During hurricane season, we see many examples of people who use their resources to help others whose homes were destroyed by the violent winds and rain and the storm surges. I think we have many heroes among us. Sometimes, though, the quiet heroes are overlooked. There are thousands of people each day who donate little pockets of time to share their wisdom with someone. They're often tired themselves and juggling lots of things in their personal lives. But the mentors still sit with a struggling person and help them make a better life for themselves and their families. These quiet types work without recognition and don't seek any credit for what they do. They won't show up on a news clip, and they're probably not going to receive many awards. But this doesn't diminish the value of what we do as individuals. Without each and every volunteer and mentor in our community, our nonprofits would fail. Our families would struggle more. Our children would miss valuable opportunities to learn and grow. Single parents would feel much more alone. So to all of the Pollies out there, thank you. Great job. You are very appreciated. And thank you to this Polly I'm talking about for being so patient with me. 
you are truly amazing. Our challenge this week, be a poly. Use your knowledge to help another person grow. Mentor someone with the skills and wisdom you have. It doesn't have to take hours each week. Your mentoring can be in small moments or occasional classes. It can be through phone calls or emails. But the mentoring can truly change lives. As the title of this says, even an accountant can save a life. Here's a poem for all of you who mentor someone. Uh, I wrote this just this week, and the poem is titled, You Were There. You were there in the middle of the mess, when my world was crumbling and nothing made sense, and fear swirled around and I felt lost. You were there and handed me a compass and walked with me through the chaos until I could see the beginnings of a path that would lead me back to a place of hope and grace and love. You were there when the path curved and certainty was fleeting and answers were so hard to find and failure came to me more often than success. You were there when I needed to be taught and hugged and when I needed to tell my story and be heard and you listened without judgment and loved me without conditions and taught me with patience and laughed with me when the tears needed to be tamed. You were there through the trials of new beginnings and through the joy of hard-fought for success. And you joined the conversation to change the system that had knocked me down. And you taught me more each time I took a new step. And now I teach from your wisdom and I carry on your tradition of being where someone is taking that muddied first step. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Look to See Me podcast and we'll return for the next episode. Have a great week, everybody.